0: do a lot of taking trips to the bay all right guys
1: you guys have tuned in to office of the day with big fish a he's gonna go ahead and introduce himself what's up bro thanks for coming out what's up my brother thanks
0: for having me out man how's it going everybody my name is abel hera um 24 years old live in pasadena and uh i own castillo pool service castillo pool
1: service uh, to those of you guys that think this market's overloaded, it's not. You can go ahead and make your own money. There's going to be a lot of intric- intricate topics today. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself, whatever else you want to spill, and then uh, tell me about your business. So yeah, um, kind of got into this industry about
0: three to four years ago. Nothing uh, nothing. I started when I was young. I mean, I was kind of knew a little bit about it when I was young, but... Never got really into it, established into it about three to four years ago. Um, now we have over 75 customers, number one in Ooh. Pasadena and uh, sponsored by Pentair, number one in the pool industry, actually, and making pool products. So uh, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, huge accom- accomplishment for us here. Uh, super happy about that. Something we worked for for a while. I mean, like from the first day, that's the first thing we thought about was getting Pentair. Hayward to get on board. How did you, know? you hear about this company? Um, well, they sell pool filters, pool okay. pumps. So uh, customers have this equipment installed at their house, heaters, pumps,
1: filters. You, I mean, anything you name it, they make it. So, Dude, that's amazing. Um, for the other people that are looking to get into this market, how did you go about getting that sponsorship?
0: Honestly, reaching out, communicating. Uh, one day we were there and... Uh, Honestly, it's standing out from everybody else. Uh, you have a lot of pull guys who uh, don't take it serious. Right. Um, meaning no uniforms, no, let's say, truck wrap, nothing like that. Um, no website, nothing established that kind of helps them get their name out, you know?
1: Yeah, and uh, I think that's the key to anything. Just reach out. Don't, I mean, don't limit yourself. Why the fuck are you going to limit yourself? Seriously, bro. Um, a lot of
0: it has to do because people think that it's not possible. Um, a lot of it. I mean, there's pool guys out there that they've been in the industry for years, man. I mean, I know guys that make pools, bro. And they they don't even have no type of uh, communication skills when it comes to growing their business with a partnership or anything like that, so.
1: Yeah, man, and um, like, given that you went into this uh, pool service, when you started did you have a business model outlined already or did you kind of just dive into it because i had my own detailing service a couple of years ago right i didn't know how i was gonna make it work but i knew i was gonna do it
0: you know i didn't honestly yeah. i didn't know um i didn't even know how to gain customers man right. i at first i i would drive around in my old ass 1997 honda civic and pass out flyers throw flyers and i mean try to get people to you know come come with our service you know and uh that didn't work i learned that the hard way so wasted money on gas time effort making the flyers um what i started to realize that worked was using free tools online for example like angie's list yo things angie's that, list, nice yeah
1: things that offer like services for at-home people you know yeah definitely and uh that's cool, man. I mean, that alone, that's huge. And you had the drive to just go, literally go out there and drive and expose yourself and get out of your comfort zone. I mean, tell me a little bit about that when you first did that. I mean, it's nerve-wracking, right?
0: Dude, I thought it was the craziest idea, but uh, it's super nerve-wracking walking up to someone when they open the door and you explain to them, like, hey, you know, I'm a local pool guy. Uh, you might not know me, but, you know, you introduce yourself, explain to them your services, In fact, I actually did some research on that. I uh, went on Google Earth and I pinpointed out pools on specific properties to kind of get these customers to come join our business. So, yes. Thanks to the internet. (laughs) Shout out to Google. (laughs) Shout out to Google. Shout out to the
1: internet, you guys. Use it to your advantage. Yeah, sure. We have um, a lot of outlets that aren't useful, but I mean, Instagram can be very useful. Soup. Twitter can be super useful. Super. All these different ways, hashtagging. Have you been on OfferUp? And, uh, you know, it's funny.
0: I actually started off doing Craigslist ads. Nice. Doing Craigslist like, offer up ads. Um, then, once they started getting more mainstream, they kind of shut down all that. Kind of didn't let us post about that stuff. Um, so now I realize that, that stuff doesn't really work. Not as much anymore, right? Because no, they're trying no, to control really that. Really. Yeah, exactly. They don't like you um, making money off their seriously and on top of it uh they provide more things to sell like at home goods you know not services in particular
1: right right so i really like this topic and this this big fish wrote it down anybody <laughs> that comes on the podcast i make them write out some topics that they want to go over before you know diving into it preparation victory loves preparation so right Tell me a little bit about, like, when you were graduating school, like, how you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do and what took place for you to take this leap of faith. Well, at
0: 18, let me me tell you how it kind of started. So my brother kind of started it off. And uh, we had very little houses at the time. Um, We had an old truck that wasn't putting in the miles and work. Um, And thanks to him, he kind of had a you know, that's the key actually to, to starting something is kind of finding a mentor in a way or someone that's already in it that kind of can teach you just the basics and like maneuvers of what to do and how things work. Um, and then from there, it's about showing your ambition and showing how much you want to learn from that and grow in that industry, particular industry. Um, thanks. Shout out to my brother for uh, allowing me to grow. Um, and uh he not at every moment he told me uh don't let me hold you back so that's another key factor there don't let anyone hold you back um and that can be anything that can be anything in your life that you're emotionally attached to that can hold you back from your goals you know and actually putting in the time and effort to completing what you really your true desire you know and it's huge it's huge and so i'm thankful for him for being a how do you say it? Uh, so... Supportive. Supportive, yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Super supportive. And then, when did you realize, like, fuck, these people are controlling my money that I'm going to make? When did you realize, like, all right, like...
0: Oh, that's a good question, bro. I love that question. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I worked three jobs. So, in high school, I was working at Jack in the Box. Um, then I got another job at Trader Joe's. Right. Then I got another job at Jersey Mike's. Right. And then... uh there was one day, I remember this specific day, I was at the cashier, and it was a full line, bro. I'm talking about, like, down the hall at Trader Joe's. On Lake? On Lake. Yeah. Right? And um, it was Thanksgiving Day, actually. And then they made me work Thanksgiving Day, bro. I was off at 5, I believe. And, and freaking, uh, I remember there was a long line, and I was like, wow, I'm getting paid 15 bucks an hour, and they're making $200 off one transaction. Right. That's the day I said, you know, I gotta stop this. And I, uh, the next day, I believe I put in my two weeks. I quit Jersey Mike's and I went full on board with the pool service.
1: That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. Just take the leap and know that you're going to be successful in, uh, going and going to make it happen with whatever you know, whatever opportunity or whatever problems come your way. When you see a problem, you have to see a solution. Yep, or find the solution.
0: Super. And in this industry, there's a lot of. Uh, People that call you up to fix their problems at home. So you kind of have to be on the legal side and make sure you cover your ass a lot. Right. So, sorry to say that, but yeah, you have no, to like you're good. cover yourself a lot. Yeah, cover your and, ass. And, and make sure that, you know, everything that you're doing is specific and making sure that when you're there, um, you point out everything that's wrong already. From the get-go, like I point out everything, whether it's a whether you've heard it or not, or the last guy didn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you.
1: And that's key because, look, he's not only selling. What he's doing is educating and serving. When you can educate and serve, that's when clients open up their wallet to you.
0: That's a big factor there. Um, you know, I've actually had a lot of clients that sometimes they say it's too good to be true based of our rep. And uh, it's funny because after they have our service, they're like, wow. Like the way you explain to me, my first question is, have you ever owned a pool before? That's my first question. Off my so I know <laughs> That's where a great you, question. So I know where you stand, you know? So I know where your knowledge is based off of. Um, and it's sad to say, but how to use that to my advantage in certain sounding aspects. No, you have
1: to. Um, You're the expert. Exactly.
0: Um, I kind of just throw everything at them at sometimes. Don't want to bombard them because you don't want them to be like, oh, this guy's too much and it's too much for me type stuff. So kind of like come in with the right energy the kind of uh energy where it's like soft tone and they kind of give in to you and tell you all their problems and stuff like that and actually care so if their last guy quit or their last guy quit ask why
1: yeah
0: and why they were unhappy well, oh sorry to hear that you know what i'm saying and let they them generally... know how you're gonna fix that because that's what they really want to hear how you're gonna fix their problem how if you can fix it and the price
1: This is sophisticated sales knowledge that he's given right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And one thing I super learned is uh, trial and error. So, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we get a lot of calls a day, super amount of calls, bro. And I mean, I'm talking about 20 plus and you're not going to go with every client. And you got to know that off the top of your head that not everybody that calls you is going to be satisfied or your services are going to be up to par with their money. So, right. Some people are, you know, cheap. They want cheap services, kind of like whatever. Some people want good quality services, and those are the kind of customers you want to really focus on. Not kind of the ones that are nitpicky and kind of, you know, try to go around the bush about everything.
1: Yeah, pre-qualify your clients. You guys go for it. know that your ideal client and shoot for those, nothing less. And you can tell. Yep. You can tell with the questions that you ask. You can tell how their energy is, how their attitude is. Right away. Right yeah.
0: away. It's it's given to you right away based off. The first question that they answer off me and what they tell me, I already know what type of customer they are. I know if,
1: the, I know if they're lying or not. I, I, it's super easy to tell. Um, what are some keys that you're like? Because this is huge for people that are listening. What What else is that? Like, how do you know when they're lying? How can you tell what their energy for the people that aren't that sophisticated in this realm?
0: Well, now I know that they're lying sometimes because now I'm more knowledgeable about mm-hmm. The business, you know, how it works, what, like, for example, let's just say, pull super green, customer tells me the guy just cleaned the filter two weeks ago. There's Mm -mm. no way he cleaned the filter Mm -mm. two weeks ago. Things like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, Or things like, uh, he just didn't show up. I get that a lot. And there's reasons behind that sometimes. Yeah, And and it's kind of a red flag warning right away to me. So uh, I, I ask a lot of questions. Um, why did he stop showing up? What happened to the guy? Was there anything in particular? you know and sometimes I can tell right away based off the the customer's price range if they were being uh they didn't pay the last guy or something like that right away, I can tell
1: right wow, that's so, actually
0: really good and body language it sucks to say, but there's a when you first get there, there's a tone that they talk to you, and then when they talk to you about another thing that you're asking, it's a different tone. they kind of change their body language and it's kind of like eerie or awkward sometimes so you can kind of tell oh they, what about they're their not eye telling contact? Me. they're not telling me something you know yeah they're telling me what they what they want to want me to know but they're not telling me what really happened you can tell when um, they're omitting yeah so at that point i kind of uh it sucks to say a high price hit, a high ball it just to test them out
1: yeah just to cut them out if they're bullshitting yeah
0: exactly right away and uh, i know right away if the customer's like yeah do whatever you want do whatever's needed and that's those are the customers i'm looking for So say I get 10 calls a day, that those 10 calls, I I could go to each property and I might fail on all 10 because at the end of the day, I'm looking for that one
1: jackpot, basically. Exactly. You can get one or two huge paying clients or your ideal client and it cuts out those five, six cheap clients, right? Yeah, man. uh,
0: And a lot of people think that uh, you can kind of, it's kind of like a easy money type of thing right for everything it doesn't work that way um, you really got to put in the work bro like truly got to put in the work yeah you can't be um, around that yeah there's no way um, if I would have stopped trying the first three months I wouldn't be where I am right now and being able to support family and things like that is huge for me yeah so uh, yeah I'm super thankful for learning that aspect and it's something that you kind of have to learn on your own for real, for real.
1: Shout out to your parents, man. I mean, the parents have definitely impacted you.
0: Definitely. Taught me some good manners that kind of uh, taught me how people are and how customers are based off of manners. So,
1: Right. So, you guys, we're going to go into our next topic. And it's one of the biggest topics I think we have on here. Having the positive energy and the correct what-ifs to how you can make your business successful so tell me about how your energy has shifted and has been shifting to be successful
0: well first of all i want to give you thanks bro uh for the book thank you uh the law of attraction you guys should look into that definitely it's super true uh it proves a lot of what happens in daily life and the way you perceive your life and the energy you give off and the way things come back to you and the way uh people reply to you and respond to you um, and I kind of want to talk about energy more as in a sales aspect and how I can improve sales, how it can improve your business, how can can improve everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly, truly believe that if you go in there with some good energy to a customer, they feel that right off the bat. For sure. And it's more lenient for them to say yes. Um,
1: Be enthusiastic as fuck. Super, dude.
0: And uh, having super energy towards your ambition, towards your goal. Not letting that energy die down, Um, there's going to be times where it's not working out, but your energy has to stay high and you have to look at the bigger picture. Like if we didn't get those, if I would have lost those 10 customers that day that I didn't get 10 customers, if my energy would have just shifted and been like, "Ah, I can't do this, then I would have never gotten anywhere. I would have never actually improved, you know, and gotten somewhere successful.
1: Yeah, and expanded your business and, you know, exactly. look for more clients. You would have been in this rat hole or not rat hole, but in this hole and then finding ways to like not even get out like, oh well it's too high.
0: Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but learning how you can uh different forms of growing your business with that energy, you know? Putting the energy towards work ethics, towards the business, making it grow and stuff like that. So super, super energy's big when it comes to running your own business and The way you go day by day, because there's different customers, you receive different energy from different customers, last customer gave you a bad time, now your mood's bad. You don't want to have that same energy within you.
1: Yeah, so uh, tell me about how you keep your energy at high, or high frequency, and uh, what you do when you deal with a lot of negative people, because you have to be able to let go of that each and every single day to be the best person and best salesperson or the best educator every day so tell me about how you're able to do that right well I think a lot of it has to do with emotion
0: emotion is the main thing Um, when you when you attach emotion to everything in a business it's kind of hard sometimes to be super high energy and always be happy and consistently grow I think Um, the way I do that is basically by just keeping my mind positive listening to things I mean I listen to a lot of inspirational stuff and a lot of uh, in the morning every day I like to listen to some motivational things I kind of get my brain flowing me too Um, and yeah I mean read books you know and kind of cancel out everything that's negative in your life really really That's how you keep a high energy. Everything that's negative, you kind of just move away from it. And once you realize that, a lot of everything that doesn't make you happy is negative. Then, I mean, how can you stop a super high energy with one low negative charge? So that's how I kind of keep high energy.
1: That that's a very good plug. And I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit. How. How has that affected you? Because for me, it's pretty hard, man. I've had to cut out some people that I really care for a lot, you know. And like, how how do you do it? And how do you like keep yourself at a high? Because you know, some people you don't want to lose, but you have to—at least for a little bit. That at first it does take a toll, I guess you can say. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Once you realize that you can still love the person without them being, without you being emotionally attached to them. I think you can keep a high energy for whatever reason because you knew that you did everything in your power to, you know, show that person love and whatnot,
1: so. Yeah, man, and uh, that's key. I think just being able to attach yourself and be able to detach yourself on a,
0: a go. On a go, literally on a go. I mean, especially when you're dealing with clients, man. Especially if you're, if I'm going especially if you're an at-home service, like providing any type of service that's at home, whether it be cleaning service or pool service or gardening, you have to learn how to not be emotionally attached. Right. Because customers are always going to get mad at whatever reason it is, even if it's not your fault. little and, bullshit. Yeah. yeah, and if you respond in a certain way and it just doesn't look good on you, you know, and then not only that, but then you have all the internet nowadays. So you have people that leave bad reviews and whatnot. Luckily, we've, We've never got anyone. But uh there have been some incidents where being called to fix somebody else's mess and it goes bad. It doesn't go the way I expected it. And that's when you
1: learn the hard way. So Yeah, man, I think this is why The Way of the Wolf by Jordan Belford's gonna help you a lot because fuck, I mean, I already knew you were in sales, bro, but you know, people aren't at the frequency and the knowledge that we have in sales and you just by the way a big fish hey just keep big wolf i'm gonna call him he's like <laughs> rocking the fucking the beard bro when or learn fly high is what i abbreviated when or learn fly high super yeah. so a lot uh, of it has to do with you
0: bro so like uh i know i've i've never said this to anybody but uh you really inspired me to to really like get in that momentum momentum shift you know what i'm saying and
1: uh I thank you for that, bro. For real, for real. Yeah, bro. And by the way, you guys, for you guys that are still tuned in, thank you again. Um, me and him have never met. We've knew, or, known of each other at Marshall. Shout out to John time. Marshall Fundamental. Yeah. But Shout we've never spoke. Like, literally, I probably, like, said what up to in the hallway once or just bumped what? my head up. Yep. Type of shit. Literally. And, uh, you know, when energy and your frequency is this high... I guarantee you, in the next week or two, he's gonna meet another couple millionaires. That's gonna motivate him and show him more ropes. He's gonna find more mentors. So, as well, thank you to you, bro. Like, you know, like right. I'm learning right now. This is like almost quote unquote selfish to me because I'm learning off of you, uh, you know, dissect <laughs> and answer more questions. Appreciate and that. Yeah. This is a perfect plug for us to go into building relationships. And being able Huge. to network. So tell me about how you can network with people for your service and for other services that you're looking to provide. Well, it's just like everybody's going to say there's competition in
0: everything, right? So whatever whatever service you provide, there's going to be competition, right? And you have to understand that you can use your competition to your advantage, right? So there might, like at first when we first started, there was things that I knew that, that the other guy didn't know and vice versa. Right. So my goal wasn't to deteriorate that guy's business or anything like that or make this guy look bad. My goal was to learn from this guy and see how we can become a like joint together and learn from each other, you know. And uh, the main way of communication is literally just reaching out. So there's going to be guys that are are willing to do that. There's going to be guys that aren't. And honestly, you just have to kind of pick and choose also you can kind of tell based off a person's um first impression right away of how they are who they are and you can tell based off what they're wearing as well how professional they look if they look professional or not right if they're the right people to mess with you know
1: yeah so so for the poll service who do you uh what Do you just reach out to other pool service companies? Hey, how have you been successful doing this, this, and this? Have you been able to expand this and this? Like, what what are questions that you've asked other pool services or other companies that you can work with to refer to? Right. Well, good question, actually. So there's a lot of things in the pool
0: service that customers kind of don't see on the back end. And everyone kind of just cares about their pool being clean uh but there comes more to it. There comes, I mean, software, there comes tech stuff, there comes electrical, there comes I mean blowing out lines, replumbing lines, you know. So kind of the main way that I did it, man, it was kind of like reaching out and gaining guys' knowledge with their what they're kind of know already and then asking them, Hey, can I can I enroll with you on a job one day to kind of learn this and kind of learn that? And uh based off of that it led to something where not my not myself but uh a creation of something called calipotex wow um, shout out to calipotex terry j the pool bay and my bro ramon yeah. De Niro. shout yeah. out to y'all appreciate y'all appreciate everyone over there richie beto um
1: shout out whoever else real quick
0: yeah for sure man aqua bell all of them um yeah. but for sure man like uh It's kind of like a community pool guys and we all share our problems and kind of help each other grow because this industry is kind of it's so like the margin is so small, bro. Like there's literally like not a lot of knowledge in this and like anybody can become a pool guy. Right. So our goal is trying to be. We run into a lot of shitty pools, let's say. Right. And what we're trying to do is what happens in this industry a lot. Is people don't know how to price range. So, price range is huge. Like, for example, let's say you come and you charge for pool service and you charge 75 bucks, right? I come and I charge 180, 200. The guy's going like, whoa, dude, my last guy used to charge 75, this and that. But they don't, what the customer doesn't know is the educational part about it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That the mm-hmm. last pool guy wasn't as educated, Did it, it's kind of like, so that's the problem sometimes. So you can't get discouraged with that. And I think you just have to keep on going forward and kind of let those customers kind of just learn the hard way on their own. And,
1: in fact, a lot of them just end up calling you back. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit how you're able to educate them after the questions and bring your value up and show that your value is worth the price that you're saying. Tell me how you're able to do that. Right. Uh, a lot of it has to do with pointing out everything that the last guy
0: never told them.
1: Hmm. and Mm -hmm.
0: literally that has to go with just pointing out everything that you see yeah everything and we kind of give reports out right after our service so there's kind of like little things that you can do that can make you stand out from other pool guys um like for example a report the last guy that came and gave them an estimate or try to sell their service didn't give them a report yeah so now i'm giving them a report explaining everything and they're going to go with you because they don't even remember what the last guy was even even said his price was yeah do you know what i'm saying exactly so it's kind of like it's huge to kind of look at the little things that what your competitors are doing using them to your advantage and seeing how you can separate yourself from them
1: yeah and i love that the details matter always you guys details matter and everything and the little things are the big things
0: yep and networking means a lot because sometimes i mean you have a you, you get a Oh, your friend, let's say you're a, my friend pool guy and you're in Cali and let's say you service a different county than me right? and you know I service that county you get a call saying hey I need service in that county you're going to, almost all the time they refer them to us so they'll be like oh yeah and they'll send us a number and you didn't even, I wasn't even doing anything and I just was sitting down and I got a new customer Not like that so communication is key, networking is key keeping good uh, relationships with your networks So meaning like, I mean, always reaching out to them, seeing how they are, um, seeing what's going on with their lives in a sense. So kind of getting into more of the, that's where emotions come in, your personal matters and emotional side people. And use that to your advantage because not everyone's aware of uh, when someone opens up to you emotionally, it's more uh, easier for you to gain knowledge off of them and gain that trust and gain for you to ask questions and and things like that. So that's literally key there for uh, networking there. I think what are your core elements for success? That's a great question. Um, now there's multiple types of success. Are you talking about for a successful
1: business success, uh, success, whatever you want to go into, I'll let you handle that one. And then I'll ask you to clarify. So I think the core element for success is obsession.
0: Wow, There's no other core element that you need other than obsession. I couldn't agree more. So, I mean, you look at everybody that's been victorious in life, and they're all obsessed with what they do. And uh, I realized that the moment I became obsessed with the pool service, and the moment the people around you that are working with you in that environment become obsessed with it, I mean you skyrocket through the roof. And you learn your—you don't even know your full potential until you become obsessed with something. And I truly believe that. And even when you're obsessed with something and you're getting a good outcome, you, tr- you still haven't even reached peak or prime. So I think literally keep your obsession through the roof and you have to truly love what you do.
1: I agree. So I agree. I couldn't agree more. And once you start becoming obsessed, most people... Unfortunately they're gonna start thinking you're crazy like you're oh you're this guy's psychotic
0: dude my parents thought I was crazy
1: when I dropped out of school um I mean they're like
0: no way that's gonna work are you nuts I mean they would laugh at me bro yeah same. and stuff like that so I mean that's where energy kind of comes in and you kind of have to keep some things to yourself and not like I personally I don't tell my parents anything at all
1: not anymore because they just sound like like psychopath again yeah
0: and not only that but you're what I realized is you're attracting bad energy by doing that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's say you're fully ambitious about something, right? Like I, it's happened to me before. I come up with a good freaking idea, bro, and I go to someone and they totally shut it down. How does it feel? How, how do you go about sucks, that idea? You <laughs> totally end it you're like, it's the stupidest idea ever. And what if it was a million-dollar idea and because that person thought it was bad doesn't mean it, it is bad. You know?
1: No, it doesn't. It just means you were probably talking to the wrong person or they probably didn't even understand and they're scared to even... Think about executing some kind of plan like that because it's out of the normal. Out of the norm, exactly. Out of the norm. Exactly.
0: Exactly, bro. And I think a lot of it has to do with um the cultural background of a person as well. Like your tradition, the way you were raised, and things like that. because mm-hmm. um, you have to sometimes understand that your family's not born in the era you are and they're not they don't understand the cost of living or what it is to to live now. You know what I'm saying? So the tradition kind of is Go to school, work for someone else and you know, not be an entrepreneur, not run your own business, not try to, you know, become a billionaire in that aspect. You know. Yeah. Uh, not a billionaire with money, but a billionaire with a mentality with love and appreciation of life and happiness, I
1: think. So That's amazing. And he just keeps putting the perfect place for me <laughs> to get to the next topic for us. <laughs> so the next topic oh. is mindset how did you get to this mindset bro because i have not met many people and i also have but majority of people are not in this mindset that we're at so how did you get to this and how do you continue to grow this mindset
0: damn man um just seeing where i stand and like i mean i think the most unsuccessful person is because they're unsuccessful because they don't love themselves so Mm. Mm -hmm. Sitting down sitting around all day binging Netflix ain't gonna get you anywhere. No. And I promise you that Netflix series will be there in twenty years or fifteen years when you wanna watch it again and you finally do what you truly love. And um a lot of it has to do also, um growing up I never really had a lot and uh never never really never really went anywhere. Never really asked for much, uh never got to experience in a sense like Life, bro, as a kid, like to yeah. me, you know, it was mostly staying at home, not going, not doing nothing. I mean, I never had that many toys and,
1: but you were a baller though. You played soccer, right?
0: A little bit. Um, I wasn't too good at it, bro. I was all right. I mean, I played club and stuff, but okay, it was
1: modest. Like, it was modest. I like it.
0: Uh, I wasn't the best, but, um, I learned it's crazy because, uh, the way you are born is literally The way you're raised, in a way, mm-hmm. like uh, I would have never thought about. If I would have thought about, like, I mean, I, let's just say my kids are not gonna grow up working for someone else. Let's just say that. Right. Um, I and, like that. That's amazing. They're gonna work for themselves. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. And then they work for their clients. Exactly. So uh, I'm just gonna put that out there, and that goes for. And I think everybody should be, um, have that approach on on life because uh being ruled by these big corporations bro and they're taking all the big money and you're working for them ain't the way to go no
1: they're they're taking all the profits they're doing all the numbers while we're in that sheep mindset not we're but the you know mass majority of people and tell me how you got out of the sheep mindset, I know you, you know, explained it a little bit, but it's so great that, you know, you're out of it, bro, because it's really hard to get out of. Tell me about this sheep mindset, that norm and being able to, you know, push through that and, you know, being able to love yourself because it's really hard to do, bro. Like it took me a while because I was around certain situations and certain negativity that it threw me down and I started believing the things that people were telling me.
0: Right. Um, a lot of it has to do with Kind of canceling out all that negative energy around you, and I mean, it sucks to say, but it could even be the closest people to you sometimes. It usually is, most of the time it is, um, but I had an awakening, like a legit awakening. As it sounds very cliche, as you can say, but it's, it's true that it's. I had a super awakening. Um, things were had had already had already just happened in my life, in a sense where. I would think of stuff and it would happen. So when, when I started like kind of really looking into, I had a, let's just say, when I started really looking into the subconscious realm and all that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, it kind of opened up everything to me and it kind of made me like truly believe, like we're all connected, bro. Like in a, in a way, like, I mean our first day meeting, bro, and I met, I felt like I've met, I've known you forever. Same. Like, you're like a bro Yeah. <laughs> for real. Like, and uh yeah i mean like that's that's basically it bro like literally familia familia literally and show love man i mean if you're out there showing nothing but positivity like i mean if you're it sucks to say bro but it's i'm never mad yeah i get i get mad rarity of like i don't know something that's like real dumb yeah you know um it takes a lot uh but i'm always happy yeah and Approach everybody happy, and tell me how many people are gonna to respond to you, mad.
1: I mean, they will. But if you keep hitting them with positivity, they're just gonna be forced. Even to either if they're walk mad, around, yeah. they're not
0: gonna to respond to you in a mad way. You yeah, know? they're gonna be like cool, unless they're crazy. You know? Yeah, unless they're crazy. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. But right. yeah, but
1: you're right, bro. I mean, when you kill people with positivity, they have no other factor but to just suddenly turn positive or. Better than what they were before. Yep.
0: And uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the words you... The way you speak as well, bro. At word tonality. You, Correct. Yeah, the, the words you put onto the universe. If you sometimes think, hey, I can't do this or... I won't that won't happen? Well, I mean, you already set yourself up for failure, you already believed it won't happen before it even happens.
1: You know? Yeah, you got to believe it'll happen like you get so, up and shower, you got to exactly. see
0: it before it happens. Um, and the law of attraction, bro, they pointed out a really good example, mm-hmm. and it was uh, someone being emotionally t- attached to their uh, their junk car, to their trash car, and mm-hmm. it explained how you'll all you'll never leave that trash car because you keep talking about it and it's still in your realm, and like basically. Right you're in your own position the position you're in whoever's listening um because that's you chose that realm and uh, i truly believe that the way to success sometimes is obsession and being able to transfer from realm to realm um and that goes for anything from sales to being a pool guy to you know running your own online business and doing whatever or running your own store things like that those are different realms a billionaire realm you know um we're tapping into that realm and we're learning new things day in and day out and that's why our ambition is through the roof and our drive is through the roof because we're in that realm that ambitious that ambitious realm yeah um every billionaire is super ambitious super high work ethic super uh, uh like set to a schedule in a sense yeah um and i think once you tap into that realm you kind of feel it and it feels good to be in it and it really boosts up my energy knowing And um, I don't look at it as, like, the short term, because a lot of people think about, you know, everything the short term, trying to make fast money, but it
1: takes time. Yeah, it does. It does. And uh, this is another, like, sidebar. But tell me about your affirmations every morning after you watch your your motivation. Tell me about things that you say to yourself out loud.
0: Anything is literally possible. Everything's already here for me. And. I need to go get it and what am i doing what am i building what am i doing on my spare time on the time that i'm not running my own business to achieve that right you know so it's fair to say that you do a lot of self-evaluation correct i super and i beat myself up a lot of times um when i catch myself like for example um Found myself today watching freaking America's Got Talent, bro, for 10 minutes, and I got extremely mad at myself. Yeah, and uh I went super hard on knowledge again, like right right after that. I was like, kind of like a, I needed like a chill moment, you know. Sometimes it just comes its days where you just need a little bit of break because your mind's. Yeah. My mind was racing, and then uh in that moment, I looked at my phone and it literally clicked. Do this, so I literally bounced back on whatever work I was doing prior to that, and didn't stop. Till,
1: like, three, four hours later. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, then tell me about your time management skills. Because, I mean, when he walked in the building, he missed three calls. And then in the mix of that, he's out driving. And he's dealing with the clients that he already has. So, tell me about your time management and how you're able to handle all of it. Because it does get crazy. It does. It does. Um,
0: Especially during summertime. This is, like, sometimes of a a seasonal job. Money season. Money season, yeah. So uh it's super hard to manage but i mean most of the times i carry around my airpods or i'm talking around to people on like in in the car with my bluetooth you know i'll wait in the car or something if i'm on a call but most of the time i'm on i'm on airpods and stuff so my calls get handled that way as far as time management i like to write out my day yes yeah so i kind of like uh like it sucks but your day's not always going to go as planned on your schedule but try to have it as near damn close as possible like um I noticed I'm mean, gonna I noticed that my schedule was off just because I was sleeping too much right so I fixed right. my sleeping schedule and my day is literally beautiful I feel great I go to sleep feeling great um I accomplished whatever I wanted I said to accomplish that day and if I didn't I least accomplish some research based on what I was trying to do um but time management is huge, um, especially when you're trying to run your own business, you have to kind of make sure that you have enough time for yourself as well to yeah. kind of, you know, process everything and make sure everything's going right.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to go deep right now. Go for it. I don't ask people what their goals are because I don't believe goals are real. I believe it's reality, right? All right. Right. What is your reality? What is your biggest reality? There's a lot of, I guess you can
0: say goals in a sense. Yeah. I guess you can name them because that's, those are, let's name them checkpoints, bro. How about that?
1: I like that. Let's name them checkpoints. I like
0: that. So um, literally I, about like six months ago, I set up checkpoints for the year. Um, so I have certain amount of checkpoints I have to check off okay. before the end of the year. right? Um, as far as my reality going where i want to get i don't i don't even i i know where what i want to do in a sense i mean obviously everyone wants to just kick back have their own business have their workers and you know make money and kind of do something else on the side that you love or whatever um but my goal is ready to educate bro to kind of get everybody in in that realm where you know that it's sad to say that Cultural realm of working for somebody else or you know those people that are kind of lost kind of to educate them that to kind of love but just pick something you love and it can be anything and sometimes you might not even love it at first sometimes you might fall in love with it you know what i mean so right right it's kind of like um my reality is basically to spread love and education, bro, and, and really help out my family and kind of have everything, all my brothers and everything, have them set, have their, my nephews set. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. I don't want nothing else than that. I just want my my niece and nephews set, um, my bros, ne- kids set, my bros set, all of us set, and uh, kind of just, you know, spread some education around letting people know how that you can make it and that uh doesn't matter where where you come from or the traditional it's messed up bro they call it a traditional curse uh it's kind of like uh it's we're at where we're at because of our tradition in a sense and i won't get into the book or how i got into the traditional curse thing because it's a whole different realm that is a side that we can talk off air but uh it's basically proven that it's like a traditional curse like it's in your tradition so basically like your tradition, None of your tradition is we're millionaires or billionaires, so that's why we're not billionaires. Right. So it's our job to kind of break through with full force that realm and tap into it and break that
1: curse. And, and I truly believe we're going to break that. Oh, I yeah. truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you didn't, you wouldn't be here today, you know? Right. Right. You wouldn't. And not only just because I wouldn't allow it, but you wouldn't have even felt to reach out. You know, he hit me over a month and a half ago. I was at um, a family party, and he was like, whose pool is that? Can you you just let him know that I have my pool service? Yeah. You know? And that was like a month and a half, too. I was like, yeah, for sure. I'll let you know. And I told him, you know, he has a pool guy already. He's very discreet. He likes to hide out a lot and just stay in his own zone. And he has his wife now, so he just... That's another learning point there.
0: Right. I reached out to you. It didn't work out. And I I, I didn't, didn't stop. Yeah. didn't stop.
1: You didn't stop. And I had already taken notice too. So I was like, I'm going to hit him up soon too. Because you know what? This guy has the right mindset. Shout out to David Reyes for, you know, like, you know, reemphasizing like. Hey, Shout bro, out to David. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah. So um, let's go on to the next topic. So tell me about when you started manifesting. And where you like to manifest the most?
0: Where am I at to manifest the yeah, most? Yeah, where do you do it? And okay, Very good question. So uh, I started manifesting when I started realizing that whatever I thought really became true. And I mean, that goes a long way, bro, when it comes to this. When it comes to running a business, when it comes to who you are, you know? Um, For sure. Like, r- what I... R- what i realized was i started manifesting when i when i really realized that i was connected to everything in a sense you know and man i do it everywhere bro i mean i could be in the shop and i'm manifesting anything i mean i could be at uh, fucking gold right literally at the warehouse we're at the shop we're ordering stuff and i'm manifesting everything you know information everything the way i talk to people the way i perceive myself i don't like there's really a, a mindset to it. And a, it sucks to say, but a script as to your character, as to who you are as a character, you know? Discipline, I should say.
1: Discipline. And yeah. tell me about how you keep yourself disciplined because discipline is one of the hardest things that most people have trouble learning, even myself. Discipline
0: is, is always going to be hard uh, because you have distractions at your, at your... At your, at your, at your, at your and your hands bro in this day and age you know so it's so easy to get distracted on your phone like sometimes i'll, I'll get off the phone with a customer and i gotta text him on a confirmation or something and i sometimes you slip and you wait till the next day or whatever um and i really started disciplining myself when i started knowing what my uh bad habits were bro and i started realizing how the bad habits were affecting my lifestyle bro and how they were affecting my mood and the way that I lived and, and everything. That's when I started disciplining myself. Um, when I realized how, what bad habits can do for you.
1: Yeah, man, bad habits. Um, shout out to Atomic Habits by James Clear. There's literal exercises that will teach you how to cut out the bad habits. It, one of the exercises that I just did the other night at four 4.15 in the morning. Um, (laughs) that, uh, you know, it tells you write out literally everything that you do on, you know, because for us, our days, they change a lot, right? A lot, yeah. But, like, it says write out your day, like, on average, what your day you do. So from morning, from the second you wake up to down and you put a positive or negative sign for a positive being you know a good thing that you do right negative being a bad thing that you do and then the equal sign for like okay well it's kind of neutral because it's good and bad and it's healthy right you You told me about that and
0: I actually started using that to my advantage yeah Um, and once you catch a a mental sorry to cut you off but once you catch a a mental aspect of it yeah and you start realizing like when you're doing things like oh shit I'm doing something negative you literally like bro you throw things to the side because you realize and then you go to something positive right away yeah um and I think a lot of it has to do also, bro, like super off topic. But None who do you good. tell your information to? Right. You know, because uh, that goes a long way. Bro. That goes a super long way. It could throw off your energy. It could throw off the way you think. It could throw off like so
1: many things that people don't realize that's, that are important. Like, Give me an example of a bad thing that's something that you told to somebody that you probably shouldn't have. But at the time, you didn't realize. I mean, man. It doesn't have to be specific, but, like, how, like, it could be impactful in a bad way. In a bad way.
0: Um, let's just say, I, I think I pointed out earlier, you have a good idea and someone shuts it down. Yeah. That's one of them. Um, but there's also been times where, like, I'm super enthusiastic about something, super happy about something, and the person sees it. Right. And right away, their energy towards it is kind of off. Like, like they're there with me and living the moment, but they're kind of, like, in a sense, hating, I guess you can say, or acting weird, kind of like not not fulfilling that energy. And
1: uh, that's kind of the, the shift that I noticed. Uh, right. I, I brought up that topic again because it's huge. You know, it's super. And that's something I still sometimes struggle with just because I believe that, and just how you do that, there's greatness within us all. You just have to find it. Literally. And uh, it also has to do with the way you speak as well um i think a huge
0: version of it has to do the way you what you tell certain people like there's certain people that i that i tell that i'm doing uh running an online store things like that and there's certain people that i won't tell that to because i don't want to hear the negative their negative input on my on that or yeah. their negative ideas on Man, that. how are you because, gonna make that work yeah because i don't want to it kind of just it brings bad energy and then i'm it mistunes me And I'm not, I'm just not trying to have that. And I think uh, it's, it's, I've I've kind of had a force field around me in a sense, bro, to kind of like let everybody know everything about everything, you know, everything about.
1: And that's something I have to work on too. I mean, like how you said, I do post a lot. I post it for motivational purposes, but it comes across like, oh, this dude's just trying to stunt. Uh, Exactly. You're
0: right. Not to me, but to other people, it might come off as like, because we're in a different frequency, we're in a different realm. So they don't understand what we're really trying to do, what our good intentions are. But those are people that are just, you know, you gotta, you can't, there's always gonna be that bro in our lives, whether, I mean, we're
1: old or young, there's always gonna be people doing that or saying things like that, so. How do you think you've become better about disclosing or not saying things to certain people? How like? How have you been able to notice the red flags just through body language, tonality or what else?
0: Well, it, you surround yourself with a group of people on a daily basis, right? Right. So, you only communicate with a certain amount of people, right? Right. So, then you start noticing what people are of value of your information and what people are not. What people you have to keep it like kind of simple with, what people you can talk more in depth with, what people you can kind of show that emotional you know, that emotional connection to the things that you're talking about. Because, I mean, there's things that you'll tell your mom that you won't tell your dad. And the same thing goes for right. the way you live your life in general and the way you go about. And it goes for anything, whether you're running a business. Like, don't If you think that people are going to think right off the bat, oh, this is a bad business model, don't go out there and tell people that you're going to do that business. Find it out yourself. Go through it yourself. If you see someone that is like in the same model as you and kind of wants to help you talk to them, See what their goals are. See what they're trying to do for it, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as I can say, is just keep bad energy as
1: far as away from you because it goes a long way. Yeah, it goes and I, a long I agree. Way. Negate negative energy. Initiate positive energy. Super. So we have a couple more questions for the wolf. Oh. <laughs> So tell me about a little bit about the, the digital marketing that you've been able to do for your pool service and how it's been changing
0: Yeah, digital marketing. So let's talk about that. Um, it depends on on each business, obviously. So whatever you're doing, there's a different uh, target audience. Right. So, for example, like I'm running a pool business. My target audience would be at home pool businesses. Right. At home pools. Right. right. So residential pools. Um So the way you kind of go about it, I noticed that you kind of have to see what works in that realm in your business and what doesn't. So, like for me, I noticed that doing Facebook ads never really worked. Right, and why do you think that is? I don't think there's many people on Facebook with pools than the than the number of people on Facebook without pools. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's more people without pools. There's more people. What I noticed on Facebook is good for it is more for uh, roofing, uh, at-home garden, uh, things like that, like gardeners and stuff like that, tree trimming, things like that. That's what that's what Facebook is good for, but it's for services-wise as well, like cleaning services. But as far as, like, the pool industry, it's kind of a, kind of a hard one to go into on Facebook you kind of kind of see like what works for you you know every industry is your clientele has just
1: not on facebook is that why too they're not on facebook for looking for that service too i guess so i
0: mean that's what i've realized like there's not i mean i can't i don't even remember me getting one customer from facebook bro right and i and i tried marketing i i mean i wasted a lot of money on it too yeah um the one that did help out a lot was a lot of at home like uh like tools like people look up a lot on Yelp Angie's List Mm -hmm. Craig's List Um, we did offer up at the beginning but that wasn't too big right Um, after that I started noticing um, algorithms on on Instagram that were helping in a sense by just literally hashtagging pool party bro or hashtagging pool wow just that hashtag alone literally a hashtag and uh, got me a couple customers you know but uh, most of it's having good service you know what i'm saying good communication with a customer a good experience so that customer can go ahead and tell their friend or whoever that has a pool because most people that have pools they have friends that have pools and they all talk to each other and they all you know so i've had customers where it goes literally from their service to three of their friends service you know and uh yeah i mean like as far as marketing and that stuff goes i mean you kind of have to just Whatever works for your business and your service, and it's really trial and error, bro. So trial and error. I mean, do a lot of research. You do a shit ton. you get a lot you could do a lot of research. But at the end of the day, you're not really gonna know until you try it yourself and see what works for you. I
1: agree. I agree. Because when you go ahead and you get into trial and error, you learn like how he said, You didn't waste money on Facebook. This was one way that you believed that could have been very dominant for your business.
0: I thought it was this most, one of the, I thought that was going to be the most dominant. In fact, when we first started, our whole thing was based off of Facebook. So there was no Instagram. There was no Twitter. There was none of that. Everything was just based off of Facebook because I thought that was the way to go. I thought I was going to like, I was like, dude, this is in a crack. It's going to go through the roof, like right. on Facebook, like start just fought And no, it was, uh, started seeing demographics of people and a lot of like super hard to find people with pools and things like that. And like, it doesn't work out, but just because it didn't work out for me, doesn't mean that it won't work out for you, you yeah, know, cause things change, but be careful with nowadays because there's a lot of fake courses out there for Facebook ads and Facebook campaigns. Right, so yeah. do your research a lot. And I mean, it's not that hard. All of them are pretty much, they have the same structure. It's kind of you figuring out what the BS is, where the BS is. So,
1: Yeah, man. And I I, I agree, you know, a lot with that. And uh, a couple more questions. Tell me about the pool industry and for anybody that's really now that's tuned in looking to possibly penetrate this market. Just tell me about how it's changing and from what you've learned, like the biggest things that you've been learning as it's been progressing. Right. So uh, it's
0: definitely at a small margin right now. There's definitely a few amount of people doing it. Like... um, I learned that the large mass of people that are not doing it don't you have, have no informational idea as to how any of this stuff works. Right. Um, and I think if you're coming into this, you have to come into it ready to educate, ready to educate your customers, mm-hmm. the people around you, ready to learn right off the bat. And that goes um, for
1: any niche, guys.
0: Any, literally any. Um, approach it as a beginner every day, day in and day out. Um, and, and keep a straight schedule discipline schedule but what you're doing every day to keep those customers you know whether it can be just sending them a text every day you know like customers love that i text them every day they don't know that i was there or sometimes i don't want to text so much so i'll give them a call and it's it's for them it's they're happy to hear my voice again yeah so they're, they're they're happy like oh hey how are you how you been you know so um I think
1: that's like maintaining that relationship. Maintaining that, yeah, and it shows that you respect that they let you go into. You know, it sounds like you go there when they're not even home. They're not most of the time.
0: um, I actually have a customer who lets me in. I have to go into his house because uh, he just bought a house and yeah, he moved in and he let he gives me the key, so I go into his house, his living room, and I walk out the back door. You know, so uh, building that trust, building that trust, and once you have that trust, it's so easy for them to say yes. Hey, man, you need you need this chemical. You need this um not that i let's say just sell things just to sell them um but when you need them i will sell you them you know what i'm saying so you also don't want to like be money hungry and consistently ask your client for money and that's one thing i kind of known uh and like learned in this industry uh, not to peer pressure customers for money because a lot of customers they already know they owe you bro like you know I, i don't have to tell you you have to pay your bill verizon next month or your freaking internet bill or your mortgage or you know yeah. everybody knows their bills you know yeah so um you kind of have to be careful in that aspect as far as like the industry man it's it's so big i mean you can jump into it in five years from now be the most leading company in in making pools or whatever yeah like you choose to do because it's like it's a big industry so whatever you pick you can either be a repair guy you can be a pool maker you can be a pool serviceman you can be uh just a tech yeah you know so there's like a it's a big field and uh kind of just jump into it get a feel for it um and see what you like really see what makes you the most money and see what because a lot of it the things that make you the most money Have a high physical damage on your body in this industry. Right. Because you have to remember at the end of the day, you don't want to be doing this for the rest of your life. Yeah. So a lot of people come in, are like, oh, this is my career for the rest of my life. Like, this is my business for the rest of my life. But I'm not, that doesn't mean this is gonna be the only thing that I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So I think like in this industry, it's good to come into it like as a mentality where you're trying to be the biggest. Um, but also not to get not get discouraged on those days where you don't get any calls yeah because there's days where i go dry and there's no calls. yeah but it doesn't matter because i have those secure customers that are already bringing me in money those yeah. 75 plus you know that are bringing me in money and i set up appointments a month prior two weeks prior so like really schedule yourself and set up a schedule for your business and kind of like Time management is key. Is there
1: any program. tools or courses that you recommend that you that you uh, utilize before going into it, or you kind of just have been learning along the way, in, like with research, YouTube, and all that?
0: Honestly, I uh, so I went to school for this, bro. Oh, so, I know that. Yeah, so I'm a certified pool operator. Okay. So in order to service hotels and and indust and industrial pools, you need a certification. So we service the Glendale hotels. Not any pool guy can get that. I mean, this is another thing where I came up, why I told you communication is key. Uh, there's, I have a friend who's a pool guy. He doesn't have a CPO, but he needs someone with a CPO. He calls me up and I, you know, obviously get the job for the CPO. He's doing it for me. We get paid without even being there, and you're already making a profit without. I'm not even there. Yeah. You know, and just by having my certification that's it yeah so that's awesome yeah um, I guess being certified in your industry if like whatever services you is like it's like roofing bro or anything you do Um, I I can know how to install a a roof or or a solar panel but it doesn't mean I'm certified yeah you know
1: yeah and getting those certifications are you know I think very key because then it's not only that not only you're knowledgeable but you have a paper to say that you are
0: yep Yep. And it also depends on where you're going into also. Like right. you don't need certification to start your own business or to like you know what I mean? But
1: eventually like, you will need your LLC or corporation, whatever it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah.
0: Um, the main thing I want to point out though that you need mm-hmm. high capital to start this.
1: Yes. Super
0: high capital. So this isn't something you can wake up tomorrow and say, Hey, I I just want to jump right into it. And I'm gonna be the most successful pool guy ever. You can go into it with that mentality. But it, it, you're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of road bumps around the way that are gonna kind of bring your, bring you down, you know, and uh, but yeah, I mean, if you have the money for it, go for it. How Just much would you, you say, like twenty thousand? Not even that. Fifteen. Around ten. Ten to
1: fifteen thousand. Ten to fifteen thousand.
0: Now, this is what I now this is what I mean. Okay, there's different ways of starting this. So if you want to, let's say, start with customers. With already having customers, because there's guys that you can find. I mean, they sell their route, so they already have sixteen customers, and they'll sell them to you. It's for you to start. Um, That's around sixty to fifty thousand, okay? If you want to do that, yeah. So, so like say right now, um, we have seventy-five plus customers, right? We sell every customer seventy-five times whatever charge times four. So that's around ends up being around like two hundred racks, one hundred and fifty racks, one hundred and eighty racks. Multiplied by whatever amount the pool guys sell. Big brrrrs. Yeah. That's for when you retire and things like that. Um, But that's not a guarantee. It's never a guarantee. Nothing's a guarantee. Um, But if you want to start from the ground up, meaning no customers at all, and just start marketing yourself and start. I mean, all you need is your equipment, your truck, your chemicals. And about another $8,000 to back you up. So all together around 15 to 12. Yeah, I, like that. Gonna
1: start. I like that. Yeah. So, um last couple of questions now. Tell me about your first your first aspirations as a kid.
0: That's freaking hilarious, bro. I wanted to be a sniper. <laughs> and being the SWAT, bro. I wanted to be a sniper. That's cool. I was I was super into like guns as a little kid, but uh yeah, and then uh teenage years high school years i wanted to become a pilot super wanted to become a pilot um got super discouraged by learning that i needed a weigh a certain way amount to get even get into like pilot school or any of that and or if i wanted to do it privately it was going to be like 400,000 300,000 super discouraged by that yeah went to school wanted to be an anesthesiologist was going to school for that i did too yeah yeah, yeah that's the, dope 300,000 yeah i was like oh, yeah cool. i was like oh hell yeah um then i wanted to be uh where did i go after anesthesiologist freaking um a computer tech so i wanted to like i mean i did uh, i don't know if you remember at marshall they had that computer academy years ago um so i was like i was super into that and i thought it would be a great idea to do it i ended up dropping out like six three months later and doing the pool business because uh one day i literally saw the vision and i was like This can literally be something for the rest of our lives that can grow into something huge and And something that yeah something that I don't have to do because we can get if we get a such amount of x amount of customers I can have someone do them for us you know while we're over here focus on growing the company more focus on the little things that matter things like that and still
1: delegating other situations that uh, we'll uh, preview on the next one yeah (laughs) for real Um, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna end it now but before I do and every person that comes on the podcast every business owner every mindset every high frequency person that gets on this podcast That's I right. ask what are three things that you've been lacking that you're gonna assure me you're gonna work on for this week that I've been lacking I know it's not much because I mean we're busy and we're, we're doing self-evaluation but honestly I've been lacking
0: on eating habits bro
1: <laughs> me too
0: so uh Kind of really focus up because I've noticed that uh, eating habits are bad. Like sometimes, like I noticed that I'll, I'll waste a lot of time just grabbing food because I just want food. Yeah. I just want to eat, not I even mean because I'm hungry. I'm so now, it's and I have a, a really bad habit of like watching videos while I eat, and I can't watch a video and I like I can't eat unless I'm watching like something, anything. It could be anything. So. What I started doing was watching something informational while I eat. So anything that's like towards my goal, anything that I want to learn in that aspect, like I want to learn today. Uh, what was it? Um, how to avoid all the shipping fees? How to avoid all the shipping uh, times? How to reduce them and things like that. So today I was in a. I was literally. I was eating my uh, burrito and I was like, "Dude, I'm going to watch some America's Got Talent." And two minutes in, I switched it. To the video, yeah, because I, I was like, you know what, I gotta go into this. What am I doing right now? So I was eating, and I'm a I'm a. It's also no good to know what type of learner you are. So whether you're a, I don't know. I guess I, I like when I hear I learn fast. So yeah. I can't read a book. I hate reading, bro. Like I I'll, I'll hear a book and I'll I'll get all the information off of just hearing it than me like sitting there and trying to read the damn book because I yeah. get
1: scrambled in what the hell they're trying to say. Yeah, you know? I get you on that. So. Um, but I believe that It's something you can learn Because It just hasn't been Something you wanted to learn Because your mind Starts thinking about Other things You know And I get it like, I'm that same way Definitely But uh, I think that There also has to be A want
0: there mm-hmm. You know For everything And so you're, If you don't want to If you're just Kind of like Whatever You're never going to Get in yeah. You're never going to Do nothing yeah. But uh, I, I Truly Don't want to Ever Like I can read Perfectly Like You can have me a book I'll read it out loud For you perfectly You know But I wouldn't I won't read on my free time. That's not what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I don't want to sit there and I'd rather be hearing to a book and working out or yeah. or hearing to a book and, and doing some work, manual labor, doing something like, you know, and a lot of times uh, I hear a book while I'm researching stuff. So uh, like the other day, I spent about four hours researching just products and brands.
1: That's amazing.
0: Shirts and all types of shit and writing stuff down. And I was just literally hearing to a book. Yeah. I was listening and hearing law of attraction and it's good to hear them over and over sometimes to kind of remind you what's mm-hmm. there and kind yes. of remind you where you are because uh, there is going to become a point where you're going to, it's like anything. It's when it's not in your life, you don't think about it. Yeah. So, because it's not like there, you're not thinking about it. So kind of remind yourself that frequencies do exist. And I think that's a key that I kind of have to sometimes work on and, Trusting my subconscious when it comes to decision
1: making, right. for sure. So for sure. eating habits, trusting your subconscious, and then what else? Let's see, what's the last one that can be? I mean,
0: uh, getting enough freaking sleep, bro. Yes, because uh, work ethic is huge, and my work like work ethic is through the roof, like recently and. I don't want to sleep sometimes because I can't sleep. I'm too busy fucking thinking about that one thing that I want to just keep on working on. And uh, I think I really have to learn how to let things, like, kind of uh, go into rest mode, I have to say. Yeah. So that's the biggest factor, I think. That, and I think that it's really hard to succeed when your brain is always on 100% as well. So if you're, like, consistently rushed and you never have time for yourself and you never have time to just kind of, like, lay there and think about nothing, it's going to be really a really hard learning process for you and it's going to be a very because at the end of the day you want to make it fun as fun as much because you just have the way you learn so if it's not fun for you you're not going to be having fun you know you're not going to be learning at all so i try to just make it make everything as fun as possible so yeah i mean i guess you could say that the last thing is um just being looking at looking at damn, where the hell did i go with that i went to
1: Far deep into some of They're good. So, you said but, being able to uh, be within and don't be, be without, being able to disconnect from yes everything that's going from on from everything
0: that's going on. So whatever it is that I'm working on, being able to disconnect from that and kind of just putting it to rest for the day and waking up the next morning and then bringing it attacking back in. it again.
1: Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys have tuned in with Abel, Alpha Wolf, another <laughs> Pasadena's Wolf. You know, so uh, you bro. of course, of course, it's. Uh, it's a collaboration here, you know. Oh uh, yeah. I super uh,
0: by the way, for those of you guys that don't know, this podcast is definitely the most educational one out there, especially for those local people that are like that are lost and don't know what to do. I think you should definitely listen to the podcast previous to mine as well. And everything that Mark is putting on this podcast is super informational. Mark for Anthony, you guys. excuse Mark, Mark
1: Anthony. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know? Thank you for um, that. That's amazing. But
0: for real, for real, I already uh Appreciate you for having me on, bro. I appreciate what you're doing for the community, for the people out there. And uh, definitely not a waste of time. You should definitely tune in, whoever you're out there,
1: for sure. La familia, ya tu sabe. papado bien, gracias. You know bueno. in, uh, I've been practicing my Spanish because I don't practice enough. <laughs> en uh, mi oficina, oficina of the day, office of the day with Mark Anthony. And Alpha, Abel, the wolf, another Pasadena's wolf. And uh,
0: Appreciate you guys. Any pool questions, don't get worked out there. Don't go to Leslie's Pool Supply. Call me up. Look us up, CastilloPoolService.co. Yes. Let us know, man. What's your email? We get uh, CastilloPoolService04 at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and uh, you can also just look us up on Yup, Castillo Pool Service. My number pops up on there. Show me a text. Say, hey, heard your podcast. I need some help with my pool. Let me know what's going on. We'll get back to you.
1: IG pull service, Castillo pull service as well. Quick DM. Shout and out to my
0: bro, De Niro. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for making all this happen.
1: Yes, big fish. Thank you so much for uh, making this happen. Because if not, we probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah, seriously. But also, we probably would have because it would have been another business. He would have started. Thanks, know? Mark Anthony. Rico, mami, at sabes. I'll talk to you guys soon. Love Thanks y'all. for tuning in. And Office of the Day is tuning out. We'll talk to you soon.